This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Think about that, listeners. They always put me in charge of making sure shenanigans didn't go down. And I'm like the fucking prince of shenanigans. And if you're listening and you're a vegan, that's fine. Go ahead and be a Not vegan. Not really. No, Sh- it's fine. Shane's opinion is fine. In my opinion, you're a fucking idiot. Let me just stop and say, if you're in your car right now with your kids in the back seat, shame on you for listening to this now that I'm older with your children listening to this podcast. That's stupid. <laughs> that or you're cool and you don't care if your kids like are cool one day. <laughs> Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. Okay, so growing up, my dad always drove cool cars. When I was a really little kid, he had this 82 Oldsmobile Omega, and it just looked like a muscle car. And every time I would see my dad pull up in that car, I'd be so stoked because my dad drove a really, really cool car. He would always talk about the cars he had when he was younger and how fast they were and how many crazy things he had done in them. Talking about taking his dad's 54 Chevrolet for a a joy ride around the neighborhood. Talking about outrunning the cops in his 77 Chevelle. All these crazy things that he did with all these awesome cars. My dad drove this red pickup truck for a long time and we moved all the damn time. And I remember him being able to put so much shit in the back of that truck. It was like he was able to move our entire house in one load. And in my head as a kid, my dad was a superhero based on the cars that he drove. All these cars made my dad be able to do crazy shit in every single one of them. So imagine my shock and my horror when my dad ended up getting a 72 Chrysler Newport for our brand new family vehicle. My dad's red truck, the transmission had fallen out of it. And instead of being able to fix it and spending the money on getting the transmission fixed, my parents decided they'd go spend a couple hundred dollars on a hoopty. And my dad pulled the 72 Chrysler Newport into the driveway. This thing was so big, we could have fit maybe, I don't know, 14, 15 people in this car and had plenty of room for people to sit on laps and been able to easily transport 35 people in this car. You could have fit 40 people in the trunk alone. This car was fucking huge. And it wasn't just that the car was huge. It was that the car came with so many drawbacks. No air conditioning. No heat. Cold as fuck in the winter. Warm as fuck in the summer. You had to hope that the car would stay moving. Because if it wasn't, you would swelter and stick to the fucking leather seats. And back then, as little kids, we wore shorts all the damn time. So our legs would get sweaty as fucking stick to the back seats. I hated this car. Everything about this car said that my dad was no longer a superhero. Now he was just some regular guy driving a 72 Chrysler Newport with no air conditioning. So one day my dad takes me and my brother, says we're going to go to Crystal. We're going to go to Crystal in the 72 Chrysler Newport. It's going to be great. My dad had gotten off work early that day and decided he was going to take me and my little brother out. And I was about eight years old and my little brother's about two years old. And we say, awesome, let's go to Crystal. Let's go hang out with dad. Let's go hang out with the superhero who drives a 72 Chrysler. So we drive up to the Crystal. We get our sandwiches, we decided to sit down, and we're going to eat our crystals while we're sitting there. And as we're sitting at the crystal all the way up there, it was really sunny, but it was really still outside. And as we're sitting at the crystal, we're looking out the windows and we're seeing the storm clouds start to roll in. The whole outside starts to get gray and it starts to get dark. And suddenly it looks nasty outside. It's one of those fucking storms where you feel like a boat's going to fly by any minute now. That's the kind of feeling that the storm clouds had. It was ridiculous. 
So my dad starts saying, okay, boys, we need to go ahead and eat our food real quick. We need to eat our food real quick. And I'm not really grabbing why he's, he's wanting us to get out of there real fast. Then I remember one tragic detail about the 72 Chrysler. It doesn't have any windshield wipers. The windshield wipers on the car are there, but something happened to the electrical system under the hood and the windshield wipers will not work. There's nothing we, my dad's been able to figure out to get him to work. He's worked on the car for months, but this car does not have windshield wipers. And now my dad is sitting at the crystal with me and my little brother and a storm is coming in where it looks like Noah's Ark is going to be flowing down the road with us. And my dad is realizing he's got to get us out of the crystal parking lot. So my dad looks at me and my little brother and says, boys, go sit down in the car. I'll be in there in one second. There's one other detail that I forgot to mention. This car didn't start with a traditional key. When something happened to the electrical system to fry it, something happened to the ignition. And my dad had to actually take a screwdriver and stick it somewhere under the hood and stick it, like move it around, get some sparks to come up, and then the engine would start. I never asked my dad what was going on under the hood. And in my little eight-year-old brain, my dad was somehow using magic to start the car. I, I knew that my dad got the car started. I just... Typically, he wasn't trying to race time. And as he's standing there in the front parking lot of Crystal, suddenly the rain starts. And the rain is coming down in fucking gallons. It is just pouring. One of those kind of rainstorms when you go outside, your shirt is wet. Your pants are wet. Your socks are wet. Everything is fucking wet. It is just pouring and there's no way to escape it. An umbrella wouldn't even help you. It is just one of those kind of storms. And my dad is under the hood, not able to get the car started. And I'm seeing sparks fly, rain coming down on my dad. And he's soaked. My little brother's crying in the passenger seat. It's a thunderstorm outside. And my little brother hated thunderstorms. He would get so upset every time they would come and he's crying pouring tears and my dad's going it's gonna be okay boys it's gonna be okay and he's jabbing the screwdriver under there and then suddenly like magic the car comes to life my dad runs around the side of the car and jumps in sits down behind the wheel pulls out real fast and sticks his head out the window now remember the car's got no windshield wipers there's nothing he can do he can't look and see what's going on and my dad stuck his head out the window and drove us all the way home the entire way, getting soaked with his window open. Water's coming in. Me and my little brother are getting soaked from the amount of water coming in from his window. And my little brother's crying, and I'm trying my best to be strong. I'm trying my best to be like, what can I do, Dad? And he's like, nothing. Just look forward. I got it, buddy. I got it. We're going to get home. Just hold on. And he had his head out the window, and we made it home safely. And in my head, the 72 Chrysler was not cool. It was not a fucking cool car. My dad had gone from driving muscle cars and huge monster trucks in my head to driving a hoopty grandma mobile. But on this afternoon, when we were trapped at a crystal in a thunderstorm of all thunderstorms, my dad was a superhero and was able to get us home that afternoon. And everything was fine. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com or also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And you can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Plus, if you'd like to support Now That I'm Older, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. Check out all the great stuff we got over there, and if you give us any love, we're going to give it right back to you. And you can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Family. It's a family of podcasters who come together to cross-promote each other and spread the word about bad 
badass podcasts everywhere. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag, you're going to find Now That I'm Older, as well as the Crossover University podcast, Strange But False podcast, and the Exploding Helicopter podcast. And this week on episode 118, Camel Work, we're going to talk about having no connection whatsoever with someone that you're sleeping with or dating or whatever. And then later on, we're going to talk about how Kenny sometimes feels the need to absolutely shut married people down. So check it out. We'll be right back. All right, so Kenny and I just got through watching uh, a little dicky video called Pillow Talking. Shout out to the brain. And um, it was awesome. Uh, my first time ever seeing the video. Uh, but as soon as we got through watching, I looked over at Kenny and I said, have you ever had this experience? And he goes, what are you talking about? I said, I did not say what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly my exact words are, were you, were you bang a chick and you find out afterwards she's not compatible at all? What, you were doing Why are you trying to cast me in the light of ignorance? No, you were doing something on your phone. You're like, what are you talking about? No, I, said, I did not say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> you said, have you ever? And I said, yes, I have. <laughs> You're right. It happens. Well, it not only happens. like when, try, when Trying I was, to be at all alliterative and trying to make it sound like a story, trying to make me act like the fall guy for your fucking hero. No. No. I never tried no. to make you the fall guy for my hero. I don't uh, know where you're coming not from. Not straight that. man, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but – it has legitimately happened. There have been – when I was single, like it, it was the I've worst dated thing – people who weren't compatible. The <laughs> worst thing in the world though is meeting a chick, going back to your house with her, making out or having sex, whatever, and then 15 seconds later realizing she's a fucking moron. You were never going Sometimes to connect with her. Sometimes it's not even her. moron. Sometimes it's just – Just the connection. Nope, like there's not nothing. There. There's nothing. I legitimately looked at, looked at a girl and said, um, you got to go. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you got to go. What do you mean? I thought I was going to stay the night. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. You got to go. Same and, rule applies for stinky vagina. Oh no, we don't even have to go down that path because if you get to the na- the, the uh, belly button and there's any sort of odor, uh, abort, abort. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. This mission I mean, is not, not going to take off. About like you know, it's not like she just left the gym. <laughs> oh no, like, it's not like you because knew you were going on a date. You came to my house and told me that you got ready before you got here. And when you got here, it you smelled made, like that. There's a, a problem. Point. You made it a point to tell me you shaved your legs. Yeah. And you and you still didn't take care of that? Yeah, something's wrong down I mean, there. I know that if I don't bathe in, in a day or two, my balls smell like fucking Fritos. <laughs> and not in, good, in a good way. So, I mean, I would never show up at some chick's house expecting to get a blowjob if my balls were not, you know. Well, well scrubbed. After you've been outside and cutting the grass all day, that's not the time to go in asking unless for a she's, job. Unless she's into that kind of thing. I, there have been plenty of girls that have been like, well, I like this sweat. When I was in bands and shit like that, chicks would come up to me all the time after shows. And I'm talking like, <laughs> you can wring my shirt I don't even out. want to be close to you after a show. Nobody did. My wife wouldn't uh, we're hug all, me. We're all bro. Exactly. We're all bro hugging. And I'm like, nope, not the drummer. Nope. <laughs> Get away from me, Shane. Nobody wants you to touch this. It was gross. And chicks would walk up to me and be like, no, it's fine. I love the sweat. I'm like, why? Uh, What's wrong with you? Her father didn't love her. <laughs> I mean, the, the going back to, to the original point, it's the, the realizing that somebody is a moron after you've, like or, I said. Or just not compatible. Like, well, let's, let's for not, me, if they were a vegan, because I eat almost exclusively meat. So me and a vegan. Actually, God damn it. <laughs> that would work out. That leads into one of the recent. But she is above the Mendoza line. So she's a vegan. And, oh, straight up vegan. But think about it like this. But any, she's also a stripper. 
Why is it you and the strippers? What is this? Uh, I don't because I, I like get... women who have daddy issues. <laughs> I like damaged women. They do more shit in bed. <laughs> I mean, oh, and man. it's easier to pick up a damaged twenty-four-year-old than a healthy twenty-four-year-old. Well, it's not only that; it's pretty much easier to pick up a damaged woman than it is a healthy woman, like a, a healthy, yeah, like, spirited I date, woman. I date women like half my age, so I have to like really up the stakes. And... I I don't think that's the key to happiness. I don't think you're like that really legitimately happy <laughs> in that moment. I mean, you're you're probably pretty stoked about it in that moment. But let's be honest: there's not like you don't have a real connection with a 24 year old stripper. That's not the person I was looking for the connection with. That's a healthy relationship. I'm going back to that one. <laughs> that's that's not over. I mean, if she listens to the podcast, and I don't care. Well, here's the thing, though, because we've, we've had this discussion. Is she a moron, though? That's the question. No, she's like she's into some stuff I'm into, but like, yeah, she's a vegan. That's a problem. Well, yeah. First off, being a vegan, and if you're listening and you're a vegan, that's fine. Go ahead and be a not vegan. really. No, that, it's fine. Shane's opinion is fine. In my opinion, you're a fucking idiot. That's what I was about to say. In my opinion, you're a fucking moron, and I don't endorse it whatsoever. But I do not carry that vegan, over to vegetarians. If you want to be a vegetarian, that makes sense. But being vegan is stupid. I don't give a shit what you want to be. If you want to do, I don't give a fuck what you do in your life. That's fine. If I don't endorse also, it, I'm going to let you know. Also, thinking you're doing something by buying organic. That's also stupid. How are we going down this path? Yes. Water is inorganic. Again, water. You show me food you eat that doesn't have water in it. <laughs> Why is it you always try to climb on this hill? Because it's a fucking, it's a trick. And it's working on millions of Americans. They are ripping people off. Donald Trump if is you, a trick that's working on millions of Americans. If your wife just wants to take some money and throw it away, that's not doing any benefit, she can bring it over here. We can buy equipment. <laughs> We Instead, have- you got organic vegetables that still have inorganic water in them. We are not getting off on this path. We are not talking about my wife buying organic because that doesn't have anything to do with women you don't have a connection with, okay? We're not going down that I'm path. Just say it. We're, talking- <laughs> We're talking about your 24-year-old Listen stripper that's me, a people. vegan. She's really hot, though. It doesn't matter she's really hot. You don't agree with, like, a fundamental thing about her. Her parents are Ukrainian, so she's got that whole, like, Ukrainian hotness. Does she does she speak like fluent English or does she have a accent? Oh yeah, she's an American. She okay, so she, she doesn't have an accent. She's not like that. She can. <laughs> All right, suddenly I'm coming over to Kenny's side now. I'm like, you know what? Maybe there's this a, is okay. There's a moose and squirrel plot. That, you know, <laughs> some role playing going on sometimes. She yeah, she did you adult, call her Natasha and shit. She did adult films for a very short period of time, and uh, mostly solo stuff. But she still has some of the outfits and yeah, mostly solo stuff, huh? Mostly. Okay. I haven't seen anything that wasn't, but I'm sure there was. I'm sure you just haven't done the deep dive to find it. I do know, don't I want do to know that she did do one thing that wasn't solo, and she ended up in the ER. You have to expound now. We can't, I mean, you, you can't stop and she be like. She apparently was allergic to his. Uh, yeah. Condom? No. <laughs> to his to his, uh, to his excretion? To, to the finish of the film. Ah. <laughs> uh. Was it something he ate, or is it just like no, it got in her eye and it got like really bad? Like I red. feel like we are going down a bad path. Like um, if you're listening, this, to this is my right life, now, man. This is how I learned these things. <laughs> and at the time, I'm not feeling bad. But I'm like, my life was awesome. My life has turned around 180 degrees. Maybe Manny's pulling the strings up in like drunk heaven. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where the liquor's free and you can drink all night. She's in drunkatory. <laughs> it's not really purgatory. It's not hell. It's not heaven. It's drunkatory. And she'd be fine with that. Um, uh, but whatever the case may be, yeah. And it's like there's no relationship. So I can 
still like tried to find a relationship. Well, let me just stop and say, if you're in your car right now with your kids in the back seat, shame on you for listening to this now that I'm older with your children listening to this podcast. That's stupid. <laughs> that or you're cool and you don't care if your kids like are cool one day. <laughs> or hear about, you know, Kenny's girlfriend having something in her eye and having to go to the ER for it. She wasn't my girlfriend at the time. She's not my girlfriend now. Just, well, I mean, uh, let's be honest. You guys are probably going to buy drapes together pretty no. soon. I mean, she's probably going to move into this room. Does she have children that's going to move into this room? <laughs> I said drapes. Dude, she couldn't live with me. She could live with you because you wouldn't you wouldn't no, have to dude, worry about the meat anybody. Would, the meat would be freaking her out and there's not gonna be a lack of meat. <laughs> you, you wouldn't have to fight anybody for pork chops. You would always get all the pork and chops. And I want to go ahead and apologize to our listeners for that notification sound Shane didn't turn off like he should have, like a good producer. I thought it would turn itself off. Like I turned the sound down. This is on why it. Bill like O'Reilly yelled and harassed his staff because they suck. You know that's why. Fuck you're ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so I don't anyway. think I don't think Bill O'Reilly is the model you need to use for professionalism. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. But it did wonderful things for Colbert. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Bill O'Reilly fucking made uh, John Stewart and Bill he and uh, Stephen Colbert. He calls uh, him Big Papa. Yeah, I mean, he he made their lives great. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly was to Stephen Colbert what Donald Trump was for John Stewart. Just uh, an endless treasure trove of fucking material for all Chuck, eternity. John Stewart was retired when Trump ran. No, when I'm talking about the entire time that Donald Trump was like ranting on fucking uh, Twitter way before he was running for uh, He was office. a minor character. I would no. think, I think you really should have focused on Bush for Stewart because Bush made Stewart's career not I Trump. I don't know. I don't know, man. He was No, he you're was out fucking, of live here. You fucked up and you I don't, don't, you're, don't trying, you're trying to you're trying to cast the rescue boat out. You're trying to get into it, but it's like a ca- episode of the crab show. They're not going to find you. <laughs> They're gonna find the raft. <laughs> um, I feel like we should go back to the uh, the twenty four year old who listens to the podcast. After listening oh. to the podcast, what made her want to be with you? That's my real question. Because first off, you don't come across as like a little bit of a cock. Like you're full on like like uncircumcised dick when it comes to know. the why, way you act on the podcast. Our, why do all our fans like me? I don't know. I do believe Nick said the whole point of him coming on the show was so he could talk to me. Yeah. Well, because he gets to talk to me all the time. He already he he knew what he was getting if he talked to me. I mean, he, he was, was excited. He it was, was palatable. You could hear it in his voice. He was excited. I mean, I, I'm going to send him an eight by ten. It's in the mail, Nick. Once Shane gets your address. <laughs> Kenny said he's a he's going to sign it to my number one fan. Nick. Number two fan. <laughs> that's right. Because you're your own number one fan. No, that's retarded. Who's your number one fan? Certainly one of the women I'm sleeping with. So you Nick doesn't let me do things to his body. <laughs> so Nick, if you feel like you would want to let Kenny do anything to your body, just let me know and then you might be able to move up into that I'll number send, one fan. I'll send moment. him a picture and if he thinks he can compare in a garter and negligee, don't then he can end their line. I don't think he's gonna fare well. I really don't. Mainly because he has a penis. <laughs> that's a that's like a negative one hundred on a scale of Fifty. So I don't think you know what he's going to look like in a garden. And uh, maybe he can tape it back like a champion. I don't know. I mean, I saw fucking Silence of the Lambs, and that dude. I mean, from the, from the I mean, waist down, he was. He was. I mean, it's okay. I mean, our, our friend Ray, who's been on the show, he did fuck a girl that looked like a boy. Oh, that's another thing that we can talk about. I hope like, she listens, and I hope she hears this, and I hope she gets offended. I hate that girl. <laughs> One time, it was awesome. She tried to punch me once. Right? She was dating our friend Tom. Remember Tom? Yeah. Tom's a cool guy. Uh, so she was trying, she kept punching me in the arm. She got me a few times. Every time I'd say something, she hit me in the arm and I started getting like, all right, this is, this is annoying. 
Uh, she's one of those girls because she's a girl she can hit, but you can't hit her. Oh yeah, like she immediately goes to uh, she's feminism. Quick, she's quick to hit on her own. So <laughs> selective feminism. She wasn't looking. She kind of knew where I was. She had measured the punch, so she just kept punching me in the shoulder every time I'd say something. So I picked up a plate that was on the table in front of me, put it in front of my with the edges out, the bottom <laughs> to her, and held it in front of my arm and said something smartass, and she went and hit the plate. And got all pissed off. <laughs> she got mad at you <laughs> that there was a plate where you your arm had been. And she looked at Tom. And Tom was like, can you believe he did that? And he was like, you were hitting him. <laughs> he literally didn't do anything but hold a plate in front of the place you were hitting him. Why would I be mad at him? <laughs> and on top of that, Tom really had no other option anyway. Well, it, yeah, I mean, there's plenty. And he knew he was in band. Y'all have heard the band stories. He watched me stomp on that instrument until it was simple. I mean, the, the really terrible thing is there's plenty of times that I've seen my friends date girls that wanted to get all flustered because I decided to strike back when they wanted to act like a bitch to us. Andy used to do that. Paul's girlfriend. Yeah. Plenty of girls used to do that where they'd fucking get all upset and mad and want to run to their boyfriend and get upset well, that, you know, we had also, the audacity with our friend Paul. They also bought into his bullshit where they thought he had some kind of like authority around yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> like, Paul, you let him talk to me. What the fuck is he going to do about it? Andrea? Is he going to stand up and get smacked? I mean, let me, let me pull the show off to the side of the road and say, Paul was a dude that I let move into my apartment after my ex fiance moved out. We've and talked about Paul. he was, these listeners, he know. wasn't just, a, he wasn't like a, a bit player. He was a dude who hung out with us, but he would tell every girl he dated that he was like the leader of the group. And he had all this authority he, he over us and he shit. Was a boss nigga. He was not a boss nigga. But in reality, he just had a lazy eye and, che- and uh, <laughs> Cheeto teeth, like the, these orange ass teeth. And he would get around us and try to act like he was all big and badass and shit with his girlfriend would come around and be like, Paul, shut the fuck up. I'll oh, slap you up. in your mouth. <laughs> I actually slapped Paul in the back of his head one night when I walked around the corner. I was, I was drunk out of my goddamn mind. I'll never forget it. I showed up at your house with a fucking fire poker, right? Whoop his ass and he went and hid in his room. Remember? I do. <laughs> I remember walking around the corner at a party and you were at this party and I walked around the corner. You were sitting in the chair in the uh, corner of the room and I walked around and I said, you know what? I've had just about enough of Paul this week. I really have. And I walked around the corner and I slapped him like one of those slaps that comes from the pits of hell and then comes up and like slaps you so hard your ears rattle for a second. That's how hard Adam I hit Mor- him. Adam Morris cut him in the forehead with <laughs> Subway with the bread knife. <laughs> Paul kept on talking shit. Adam was like, no, dude, if you fucking keep on, I'm going to cut you. I don't know you. who the fuck you think you are. I'm going to cut you. I lived in all good, <laughs> Burn your trailers down. <laughs> All good is this really, really ridiculous, like 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 Compton in the middle of Cobb County. But kind of trailers, trailer I mean, it was like, dude, I didn't like driving through there. I'm not gonna lie. We used to have a all good mode where we would pull in and immediately roll the windows up and lock the doors, even in the middle of summer, no air conditioning, 98 degrees outside, windows up, doors locked. Pull up in front of Adam's house, walk up, Adam, come outside. We need to leave now. Get in the car, leave. <laughs> Nobody ever lingered in all good. There was no hanging out. There well, was we no- could go into thousands of stories about our friends stabbing Paul and kicking Paul. But the point is, we had his girlfriends would try to mouth off and then look to Paul for protection. We'd be like, what the fuck is he going to do? What the fuck is he? I just, I, like I said. That- I don't know how any, since we're talking about compatibility, ultimately, I don't know how any girl felt compatible with Paul. 
He lived on the angry guy thing. He would be fucking, not angry guy, he would live on the mean guy thing where he'd be mean to girls and like demean them and shit like that. And for some reason, I don't know why chicks bought into that, but they were so into him. Their daddy didn't love him? I don't know if his daddy <laughs> didn't love him or if they'd always been shit on by boyfriends they had before. So they were like, this is the way all guys treat people. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was just every time I would see it, this guy would bring an endless cavalcade of reasonably attractive women into the apartment. And I'd be like, what the fuck do you see in him? He is ridiculously terrible. What is what's going like, on? He tried to get mad at one girl for going to college. He got mad at one girl because she was upset about her dad dying. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is our wonderful friend, Paul. <laughs> yeah, this girl, her dad had died on like Monday. And by Wednesday, he was pissed off that she hadn't come to see him yet. Which means he wanted to fuck. Yeah, not only that he wanted to fuck, he needed to ride somewhere because he didn't have a fucking car. And by this point, I'd gotten tired of his shit. And I was like, no, I'm not taking you anywhere. Fuck you, he Paul. He probably wanted to get weed. I don't know what the fuck he wanted to get. But he was one of those people that didn't have a car and expected the entire world to just be his taxi service. So his girlfriend, as the story goes, she took him to, um, I want to say like Chick-fil-A or some shit like that. And she had said something about the fact that she didn't want to hang out the next day. And he freaked the fuck out on her, took a chicken uh, sandwich tossed it at her windshield and like chicken bis or chicken sandwich goes every fucking where I don't even feel sorry for these girls. Cause they did Paul. They got what they got. Well, I mean, they, they were broken up like 15 minutes after that shit, but it was like, every time I would hear stories like this, I'm like, well, you dated Paul. I mean, <laughs> he didn't have a job, a car. He lived in somebody else's house and he smelled bad and he didn't have prospects. Like he wasn't like working towards anything. <laughs> and like his teeth were bad. Oh, they were gross. It was gross. I mean, the, the worst when he goes back to compatibility. It's making me lick my teeth to make sure there's no shit going on. <laughs> need, it's so bad. I need to go fucking brush yeah, them. Go fucking, uh. When it comes to compatibility, I had one time where uh, this girl that I'd hung out with, like I'd been working this thing, like talking to this girl, talking to this girl for weeks, trying to get with this girl. And one night she finally like hangs out over at my house. Like her friend had come over to hang out with Paul, one of those other chicks who was just stupid and wanted to fuck Paul for some reason. But she comes <laughs> over to my house and we hang out. We end up making out. Like everything's awesome. I'm like, dude, finally, the, all this game I've tried to put down has finally worked out. Didn't have sex with her, just made out with her. Legitimately, 15 seconds so you, later. So you didn't sell the deal. No, I didn't, I didn't seal the deal because 15 seconds later we start talking about stuff and I start trying to bring up like, Hey, so what do you think about X, Y, and Z that happened in the news? Did you bring up Pangea? <laughs> didn't bring up Pangea. This bitch don't know about Pangea. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch didn't know about anything, though. She didn't know anything about fucking anything. And for me, when I was dating, if you couldn't hold a reasonably intelligent conversation, you got to go. See, when I was young, it was like that. But now I'm smart. I don't go fuck if they're dumb. Is Are you saying that the stripper you're dating is dumb? No, she's actually pretty smart. Pretty smart? I mean, on a, one to, a on a one to ten, what, what would you say? Knowing that she's listening, what would you be? What now? What would you consider yourself? So I have a reasonable, <laughs> re re relatively um, on a reasonably intelligent scale, I would say I'm probably about a, a seven or an eight. She's probably like a six. Really? Yeah, she's pretty smart. I mean, for a girl that was involved in adult movies, and <laughs> I think she did some cam work. She did some what? Cam work. Oh, I thought you said camel work. I mean, she's. <laughs> if I was a chick and I could do cam work and get paid for it, I would, that's all I would do. All I would do is figure my pussy. <laughs> that's all I would do all goddamn day. If they they make more money than we do. What if there was a camel involved though? <laughs> I don't think I'd do anything that involves a camel. I'm not. <laughs> what if there was camel work though? I'm not even crazy about horses, much less fucking 
horses with humps that spit. I mean, you don't have to have sex with a camel. Dude, what, what, where's, what's going on over there on that side of the table? You said this ca- side of the, stable of, the, of the table has no sex camel stuff going on. What's going on over there? You said she had done camel Your stuff. Your new name is Joe Cool. <laughs> you had said she did some camel stuff. Cam, That's all. Cam. You can, short, you can shorten the name of camel all you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why y'all don't like him, isn't it? This is why I'm the popular person. <laughs> Uh, that probably was funny in 1920, Shane. <laughs> what was funny in that? Take your camel jokes to vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> fucking homo. <laughs> so you think camel jokes were funny in 1920? I, I don't think you have a grasp on like. You're right. You weren't even funny back then. You were a douche back then too. Correct. <laughs> So I don't know exactly how extensive Kenny's knowledge of what was and wasn't funny back in the 20s is, but I feel pretty damn confident that I'd be pretty funny back then. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about how Kenny sometimes feels the need to absolutely shut married people down when they're ridiculous. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey there, listener. Check out our podcast, Questionable viewing habits. We're a TV recrap podcast. Hey Tim, did you just say recrap? I sure did, Jamie. We watch crap TV. We watch old crap. We watch new crap. We watch crap from the 90s. We watch reality crap. All the crap that you want recrapped for your crappage, we're gonna crap it up for you. So check out our crap on iTunes now. I don't want to have to fuck you up, Smokey. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon the fuck is a Patreon? As you can tell, he's very excited and so am I. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. It's going to allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up, things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys, to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older. We've got some things that we're going to need to do and we're going to need your help with them. But if you give us help, we're going to give you something right back. Things like shout outs from Kenny, stickers, t-shirts, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older and I'm, we're going to close out now with a few more words from Kenny about what he thinks about Patreon. I thought you were talking about a role-playing character. You thought Patreon was a role-playing character. It sounds like one of the bad guys they would throw at us. There's your commercial. Thanks. You don't tip? No, I don't believe in it. You don't believe in tipping? Do you know what these chicks make? They make shit. Don't give me that. She don't make enough money. She can quit. I don't even know a fucking Jew would have the ball to say that. Uh, let me just get this straight. You don't ever tip, huh? I don't tip because society says I have to. Uh, welcome to a podcast with no aim. My name is Nick, and I am co-hosted by with Matt. Hello. <laughs> and uh, my other co-host, Joel. I'm alive inside. I never said this was a sexual thing. I just asked you, well, does ghost piss float? Why are maps so beautiful? If I had to pick a fetish for an object, it'd be maps. When a pregnant woman swims, she's just a human submarine. pwna.podbean.com 
You can also find us on iTunes and on YouTube. Because you were riding double, breaking an important bicycle safety rule. My teacher was talking about bike safety, about staying off the sidewalks and riding with the flow of traffic. And walking your bike across intersections. Uh-huh. And signals for right turns and left turns. Rules you should practice. We will. Promise. All right. So a second ago, I got a text message from my wife and I told her that we were recording tonight and I was going to be over at Kenny's house. And she gets upset when I go over to record and stuff like that because she wants to hang out. And that's fine. I get it. Um, but a second ago, I had this text message that said, I'm in route on my way home. And typically she'll let me know when she's on her way home from work so I can start cooking. But I responded with, uh, by the way, at Kenny's and I fed the dogs. Don't worry about it. Kenny told me that he shuts down married people. Anytime anything ridiculous happens at all, he they, automatically with, has... With, with expectations they have that single people would find ridiculous. What do you mean, like, ridiculous? All right, so I had a co-worker this week, and uh, her and her husband are on a diet or some shit where they're prepping and doing all that shit. So she's sitting there, and she opens up her little lunch. And I, I share an office with this person, so, so I hear what's going on. She faces him away. I, I'm not looking because I'm, it's my lunch hour too. I'm trying to dick <laughs> off on the internet. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to get some superhero text from superhero time in, you know, something, <laughs> let my brain relax. Look at pictures of your hear, stripper. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I have my own network now at work, so I'm no longer on the business network. Oh, okay. So you're on your own, like separate. Yeah. I'm so connection. good at making money that the network person tried to get me in trouble. And instead I got a new computer and my own, uh, I have my own internet line. <laughs> I'm not even on their Comcast. Wow. So you can watch Pornhub while you're at work, I can basically. do whatever the fuck I want. Nobody gives a shit. Just just know that if you're going to get your teeth well, fixed. Well, because my doctors need to do stuff sometimes, and they won't let them do it on the network because it's HIPAA protected and all this other bullshit. And like sometimes I need to look at x-rays and shit. We can't download software without calling this lady who doesn't always call us back because she does our office on the side. So she may be on a job or something. So just know the marketing person at your dentist office is probably watching Brazzers or some shit back there on his own I don't have time to watch no goddamn porn. Marketing's a lot of work. So... Um, so anyway, she opens besides, her Besides, I can't whack off. There's no point to watch it. So. <laughs> that is very true. Porn without a finish is just, there's no reason. <laughs> what the fuck would you be watching? It's like when I hear about people that watch porn with their friends. I'm like, why? <laughs> you can't whack off. What's the fucking point? We have friends. In, first off, you and I... Having an erection in the same room not cool. is not okay at all. Uh, none of my dude friends should have an erection while Ever. they're around me. Ever. And I don't want them to watch anything that would give them one. And if, you, if you're having inappropriate feelings towards Which me. Which is exactly why, why Shane said, do you have a picture of this girl you're sleeping with? And I said, I have a video. <laughs> you can't watch the video. Well, so. there's a video. But I'll send it to you when you see it. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you when you leave. <laughs> I don't Maybe. want you looking at that video. While Most we're people recording. have to buy it. I, I got it for free. Oh, okay. So you have the behind the scenes access to her camel work. I, I, she sent me some of her videos that she sells. She makes good fucking money doing this shit. It's weird. Off of camels. There's no camels. <laughs> Shane's obsessed with camels. I don't know what's going on in their bedroom, but there's no camels in my. Issues. Anyway, so this person's on a diet. <laughs> They're prepping, and uh, I hear her like let out a, a frustrated sigh. Oh, that's good. Like, <laughs> anytime you hear a married person go, <sighs> so then I hear the phone pick get picked up, <laughs> and I hear her <laughs> dialing with anger. 
<laughs> like, I was angry fingers. And I know her uh, husband is one of my brother's best friends. I don't. Re- I've I never really hung out with him other than with my brother, but I know who he is. So I hear the phone. I hear call. Hey, <laughs> you know when your when your significant other has that hay? You know what hay I'm talking about? She used that hay. Oh no, it's hay. That that hay is pregnant so, with other stuff. So <coughs> we made my lunch. Did you just put lettuce in my salad? And then just pause because I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> so she goes, that's it? No other vegetable? Maybe a cucumber or a tomato? Anything? <laughs> and I just, there's another pause. <laughs> and I hear, um, I mean, we're already so limited on this diet, and, the, and it clearly calls for two vegetables. It's a weird diet they're doing where you can't eat the same thing in a certain period of time because your body needs to metabolize certain – whatever. <laughs> She's all pissed off about it. She gets off the phone, and then one of the other married people come in, She and she starts recounting the story. So now I find out what he says. Now you got to go through the epic diatribe of what's right. happened. And apparently one of his pauses was, well, I don't want to do this fucking diet anymore. It's so fucking complicated. <laughs> Exactly. And the other part was, I can't believe you're fucking mad at me when I made you fucking lunch. <laughs> These are all legitimate responses yes. when you're in a married couple to when you get this call. Because first off, this guy got a call while he was at work. This was probably his lunch hour, too. <laughs> so He's probably trying to get some superhero text time And in. she, uh, like 20, 30 minutes later, we're making the word. She's like, I know you're kind of quiet over there. And I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I have some opinions and I don't want to share them. I have opinions and I don't think you want to hear it. And she's like, no. What do you think? And I was like, I wish somebody made me my fucking lunch. That's what I think. I can you call back and fucking apologize? She's like, God damn it. You're right. I just started my period and I'm all pissed off. And sure enough, she had to call her husband and be like, I'm sorry, you made me lunch and I bitched about it. And I was like, yes, you should do that. You totally fucked up. I would have responded, if I'd have been sitting there, I'd have responded with, why don't you call him and tell him he can make me lunch tomorrow if you really don't want it? I mean, <laughs> I mean you're, you're eating a bunch of rabbit figures anyway. I mean, Who cares if it's just lettuce? Who gives a fuck if there's a cucumber too? Shut up. That's another zero-calorie food. <laughs> Great, now you have two zero-calorie foods. I mean, the, there's plenty of times... Um, for me, my <laughs> wife has done things that I found to be just ridiculous, just way over the top ridiculous. And I, there was a cartoon this week that got posted on Facebook. <laughs> it's about pine dogs. <laughs> well, not, not that. There was a cartoon that was posted on Facebook where there was a cup sitting on the counter and a dude walks into the room and he goes, why is this cup sitting here? Why does somebody put this in the dishwasher? I read that one. <laughs> the girl comes in and goes, I'm not done well, with well, it. Well, I'm drinking water out of the cup. He goes, well, can you put it in the dishwasher when you're done? She goes, I'm never done with the, this cup. He goes, that doesn't make any sense. Put it in the dishwasher. It makes perfect sense to me if you drink water all day. <laughs> she goes, I'm never going to be done with this. Why don't you just add this to the list of things that you're just going to put up with for the fact that you love me? And the guy has a – there's a picture of the dude with his hand over his eyes going, that list is so long, babe. <laughs> it's <just> so long. <laughs> and as soon as I saw it, I liked the picture and tagged my wife in it because I was like, you have no idea. I mean, I know both of us do. I know I do shit that annoys the fuck out of my wife, too. I know there's things that I do that, like podcasting, probably annoys the fuck out of her. I mean, I, I, people at work are like that. And I don't know. Maybe I'm different, and I'm just sitting here going, who the fuck cares about a cup? <laughs> who the fuck cares? Like, there's a lot of little things at work that could piss me off. And the first thing that pops in my head is, why do I even care? But, see, that's the thing is once you're trapped – in a a certain space with a person. Why are you still single? Well, Shane uses the word like trapped, smothered. No, no, it's not that. I don't feel trapped or anything like that. But I'm saying when you get yourself into a house and you live in that house with your wife, 
and you find yourself, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, little things like I'm leaving good. the cup on the I'm counter. Good. I spent a few years living with you and your wife. And that. <laughs> you didn't wash these clothes right. There's only like three options on the machine, and we don't have any kind of fancy clothes. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Kenny and I had we, we clashed plenty of times when he lived with us because Kenny is dirty as fuck and my wife is not. So obviously I had to lean towards the clean side um, because <laughs> well she took away your dirty <laughs> dirty pleasure. Well, like you you told me earlier uh, when I first got over here, <laughs> Kenny goes, "When you get a wife, that's just a manager. That's exactly. Just, she Shane, manages the Shane household." Shane will try to talk shit about me living like a slovenly fucking single person, and I'll remind him that you lived the same exact way <laughs> until you got married to your wife or until she moved in. Once she moved in, you weren't allowed anymore, and it made you bitter toward those of us who still came. <laughs> I became I became like one of those conservatives that like around thirty five makes some money. There and was like decides to with be a Dorito bag over and pine straw on your walkway in front of your apartment. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> it was still there for weeks, even if somebody else made the shrine, you allowed it. <laughs> First off, when that happened at that New Year's Eve party, I was drunk and hammered on the couch. I had nothing to do with that. You were the one who was supposed to be watching shit, and you let David go into the hallway. You're the one that put me in charge of your fucking home. That was pretty fucking stupid, wasn't it? (laughs) Hey, listen, all of us were in our 20s, and we all made stupid fucking decisions back then. They always put me in charge. Think about that, listeners. They always put me in charge of making sure shenanigans didn't go down. And I'm like the fucking prince of shenanigans. Well, the problem was. That's like asking Jareth from the fucking Labyrinth to babysit your kid. I know you're the Goblin King and you're still babies, but when you watch my baby... I mean, just for an hour. I gotta go to the store. Because <laughs> in my head, immediately, I'm like, all right, guys, what can we do to fuck this shit up? Let's burn his house down. <laughs> Let's make a teepee <laughs> and smoke in it, and then we're done. We'll just burn that motherfucker, too. <laughs> to the ground. But every- Kenny, I heard you talking about a teepee! Don't do that in my living room! <laughs> um, I definitely do have uh, very clear, vivid memories of having my apartment and there being... Um, not one, not two, but three separate vacuums got brought over to my house by three separate, three separate women brought their vacuum into my house to (laughs) clean the floor. They died like convicts on death row. (laughs) One of them brought a carpet cleaner and ran through the carpet, legitimately went over it two little stripes and the water came out black. And she was like, I feel like I may break this carpet cleaner. I don't want to do this anymore. You did not sit on bare um, upholstery. No, we had, have, we had to have. We had to have. There was not a blanket there. You didn't sit down. No, you didn't know what Paul was doing on those couches you either. Know, you don't what, want to be a part of that. Fluids. Um, there wasn't a lot of fluids out there, as far as I know. Now I don't know what what Paul was doing out there or anything like that. But let's just be honest. D eight was one of the dirtiest places that you'd ever been in your Dude, entire even life. Even I had sex a few times at D eight. Everybody did, and like <laughs> three separate people lost their virginity in my bathroom. Three separate That was people. a small bathroom that was not clean. No. It was like dirty. Like the tile. First off, this apartment I lived in, they never replaced the carpet. Number one. I almost fucked a chick until I found out she didn't have hair. We talked about that. Where she had a wig. <laughs> yeah. But the bathroom that we had Thank had God tile for wrestling from- flirting. <laughs> tile- oh, my God. Your hair just fell off. <laughs> I'm taking you home. <laughs> Jamie, we got to go. I'm good. Jamie's here. Um, but the bathroom in the t- – or the uh, tile in the bathroom was like from the 70s. Not a joke. Like <laughs> no, it was legit from the 70s. So you can never clean it. No matter how much you tried, you would scrub it with a toothbrush. It would just D8 get dirtier. It looked exactly like the kind of place a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-old kids could – 
live in. <laughs> if you've ever watched the movie Kids, where they wake up in that house. It wasn't that bad. Goddamn, they had AIDS. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, the amount of people just laying around. There were so many parties, I would wake up the next morning, and there would be, like, just bodies strewn all through my living room. Of people I never stayed asleep. at a party. Because I, I live, like, literally two blocks away in a house with Ray and Chris. And we would always, I always one of them would either give me a ride home or I'd give one of them a ride home. We, none of the three of us ever crashed at D8, ever once. Sometimes we would, we would like take people with us out of mercy and let them sleep on our couch. Surprisingly, our house was never dirty when I lived over there. It was well, kind of empty and that's why. Well, Ray also was a fucking clean freak too at that time. And Ray, Ray was weird because Ray didn't complain. Ray just cleaned for you. Yeah. And that was the difference as I'm, as you, I don't know if you guys are aware that listen to the podcast, but I'm kind of a, a strong willed person. <laughs> Except when he caused a war between Chris and our other roommate because he was shaping his head in our sleep. <laughs> you, you've told that story on the podcast where it was like, what? <laughs> Ray didn't give a fuck either. He did not care. After, when he found out they had a war over, he still didn't give a fuck. It's his house. I, that, I, there were plenty of times that I've had conversations with more than one roommate. I've had this conversation with you. I had it with Paul. I've had it with my little brother. Where I was Dude, like, we had regulations. Like, I had areas, because I paid rent, unlike Paul, and, like, areas where I was allowed to have mess. Like, my room was off limits. My room could be as messy as I fucking wanted it. It smelled like onions. Like, it smelled like he had a bag of Yeah, my of room now is not nearly, like, the, I couldn't live that way anymore. As you no. get older, things get... <laughs> no, he looked like a hoarder. Like, there was so much shit around his bed. He would have to climb over a layer of shit yeah, in horrible. his floor to get to his bed when he lived with me. And I'm like... And by the way, 24-year-old stripper, don't know your name, but if you're listening, this is the person you're sleeping with. I'm just throwing it out there. Dude she's, got had big, to, she's got bigger things to worry about. Like the camel work? <sighs> Obsessed, folks. Obsessed with camel. Send, send Shane camel pics, everybody. <laughs> send Shane camel pics because he needs to see camels. And so we come to the end of another fun-filled episode. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Now That I'm Older. I'm here with Kenny. He's decided I'm just taking off my headphones off. off. I have to go. I just told you. I got dirty drawers. We're not still talking about your underwear, Kenny. What the hell? Sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail.